Welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline Carafa. Today, I'm once again so excited to be joined by the incredible Lola Berry, the queen of the kitchen in my eyes. Lola is a nutritionist, an author, a yoga teacher, the creator of Lola Coffee, my absolute favorite coffee to drink every morning. And she is the host of Fearlessly Failing Podcast. Lola truly walks her talk. I absolutely adore everything she's about. And I asked her to come back on the show as a guest to chat about the current situations that we are facing as a globe. Lola always offers a raw and honest insight. And I love the way she thinks. So I hope you guys get as much out of this episode as I did. Before we get started with today's episode, I did just want to let you guys know that due to the current restrictions that have been enforced due to COVID-19, I'm no longer able to record interviews in person. And if you have been following the Healthy Hustlers for quite some time, you will know that all the interviews are usually conducted in person, but the health and safety of my guests is number one priority. So therefore, they have been recorded online, so the sound quality may vary from other recordings, but I appreciate your understanding during this time. This episode of The Healthy Hustlers is proudly brought to you by Table of Plenty's new probiotic kefir, pourable yogurt, and delicious range of functional mueslis. Lola Berry, hello, and welcome back to The Healthy Hustlers. Oh my goodness, how long has it been? Oh my goodness, you were literally one of my first recordings. I, I seriously think you're like the third guest or something on the show. <laughs> yeah, it w- I remember. Do you remember you came to my publishers and we did it yeah. in that little, that sweet little office? I loved it. You got, you just kind of, I was like, man, this is like its own podcasting is its own entity. And you're leading the way, my friend. Oh, you are very kind. Thank you so much. But I loved that chat. That was just when you had released the yoga book. And I was so excited. I remember being like walking in thinking, holy crap, I am about to interview Lola Berry. Like, what the hell? (laughs) And then you met me and you're like, oh, she's a goober. (laughs) No, you're the best because your cookbook, The Happy Cookbook, has all, and I know I tell you this all the time, but seriously, hands down, I just don't think a book could ever beat it. I love it so much. You I still did say that when we first met, yeah. didn't you? What is I it? I use it religiously. Is it salt and caramel? No, the cheesecake, the passion fruit. That's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I make it all the time, and that takes some love. That's not yes. an easy recipe. That takes a bit of loving on your end. Oh, well, I just, it's seriously my go-to book. And I'm not very good at following recipes. Like I'm a bit of a, I'll look at them and get a bit of inspiration. And then I kind of just like go and do my own thing. Yeah, gotcha. But your books, I literally stick to them because oh, yeah. I just love them so much. Well, we get them tested. So like even I'm a cook like you, I'll be like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to make my own. You and I were just talking off air about our own yeah. variations <laughs> of banana bread. You've just done a batch of Anzacs. And I'm like you. I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've got an idea. But that book has been tested to like that gets about four rounds of testing. So it shouldn't F up. That's the goal. (laughs) So how do I get in the lineup for the testing? Oh, my (laughs) goodness. See you next book. (laughs) Mate, you're there. You're top of the list now just by saying that. I love it. Thank you. I'll hold you you to that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So how have you been at the moment anyway? We are in crazy, crazy times, really, I guess, entering uncharted waters at the moment. So how are you feeling personally? 
Well, we, you just kind of, we touched on this just then. There's so much uncertainty and I keep coming back to a few things. I work very closely with a psychologist, so I see my therapist weekly. However, I've been self-isolating down the coast in Torquay, so I haven't been driving back to Melbourne for therapy sessions for the last two weeks. And he's still on my Tuesday because that's the day that I usually see him and it's a Tuesday today. And he checks in with me on Tuesdays and he's like, just checking in want to know how you're going and just we have a little like banter he was like I'm going for a bike ride that's my little nature (laughs) hit and we have this kind of like he'll just do a check-in even though um, I'm not seeing him in person while I'm self-isolating by choice by the way not just I'm just like oh the city got a bit much for me and I was like I gotta get to nature yeah yeah definitely so nature's helped heaps um having knowing that one day one once during the day I can get out to the beach and just go for a walk or a jog, that is kind of like a real saving grace for me because I think one of my favourite words, and I might have mentioned on the first time we spoke, but it's called biophilia and it's the healing power of Mother Nature on human beings. And I think now more than ever we really need to be filling up our self-care cup and for me nature is one of those keys. Yeah, 100%. I could not agree more. And it's funny how I guess in situations like this or – in times where you really have to reflect on what's important in your life. And I'm like you, I need to be in nature. I grew up 200 metres from the beach. So I didn't probably realise till an older age just how important the beach and nature was to me being my happiest self. And we live, well, we're in the city and we've got a botanical gardens close to us, which has always been like my Melbourne happy place. Like Mm. I just go in there and it's like, all the weight is lifted off my shoulders and I just get so much clarity and just feel so connected again. And they shut it last week and I'm not joking, like I bawled my eyes out. Like I walked up to the gates and I started crying. I was like, my life is over. How am I going to get through this? But they've reopened it for exercise this week. So good fresh vibes this week. Um, But I totally feel you with nature and I think it's so important for everyone now like just to be used utilizing that daily outing to get you know amongst some trees or grass or any form of nature that you can but I love that you said that you talk to your psychologist because I think that it's I love that you're so open about that as well you know and getting help with your mental well-being because that's probably one of the things that we're all going to suffer with the most at the moment is our mental well-being oh 100% and I think also like fast forward a month or fast forward six weeks when and this is the thing my boyfriend Matt brought up, he goes, how's it going to be when, when self-isolation is gone and when you, we have to go back out into the world and we have to face people again when we've spent now the better part of a month or so not making eye contact, not being more than a metre and a half near another human being? How's it yeah. going to feel? It's going to be psychologically quite confronting when we go back into normal, normal behaviour and we, uh, you know, because humans thrive of community that's one of our like Mm -hmm. intrinsic absolute basic needs like you go back and study like I love my I've got a drama teacher an acting teacher and he's really into human behavior and studying kind of like the Neanderthal brain and and and, like we are designed from back 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 way back to the ice ages we are designed to be in groups of uh, you know around 150 human beings like that's when it all started and now you're taking away one of our primal needs 
not you, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're taking yeah. away yeah. what our primal <laughs> needs. And I just think, wow, like it'll be really interesting to see the flip side of this because I think that the biggest thing to come out of this pandemic of like our age group, you know, that 20, 30, even 40, that very quite healthy age group that is low risk for mortality happening as a result of corona, the, but we're going to be the highest risk for mental health stuff. Yes, I could not agree more. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just such an important thing that we need to be managing right from the start. Like I even know personally, like I feel like I've got so many tools in my tool belt in a way to protect my mental well-being. Like I know very well what I should do when I start slipping. And like the last 10 days, I have not been able to get myself out of that rut or that, you know, that just that really anxious feeling of of it just being so uncertain and not being able to make any plans. And so I think being aware of that and knowing it's okay to feel those emotions. Like I think we do need to feel them at the moment, but I also think we need to find ways to be able to really be protecting our mental well-being because and I think exactly what you say you know it's even now when you do go to the shops to get your essentials and your bits and pieces like just that experience like I keep coming home to Ryan and being like oh I just feel sick to my stomach like I used to love going to my health food store to my local Mm. grocer and like you know getting all my fruit and veggies and I just feel anxious like everyone's wearing masks and gloves and I can't feel like you know the shopkeepers don't even talk to you properly anymore because they're so anxious and I'm like it's really creating just these really uneasy feelings at every touch point almost in our life and some people are so full of fear and it's understandable but some people are so full of fear they're almost angry at you if you smile at them there is two camps of yes. people I've noticed out in public and it's the ones everybody seems to be adhering to the social distancing guidelines from what I can see but you'll see the odd person that'll just flash you a little smile and it's so reassuring and comforting it is or you'll see people that just they'll hold their breath when they walk past you they will look down they will or they like, like walk a little bit further away even though they're like well and yeah, truly gone from disconnect. you you're like oh yeah, yeah absolutely so I guess for anyone who is you know feeling quite uneasy or really that fear is kind of taking control at the moment what kind of advice would you give them during this period? Well, the great thing is um, I think it's called telehealth and that is where you can still see therapists or psychologists or counsellors via the phone or Skype. So that's a very real thing. That is an option for people that are really struggling and I would highly, highly recommend it. You know, if you're just feeling like a little bit the way that you just described a bit uneasy and a bit like uh, um, there's a lot of fear around and you just feel like I don't feel quite myself, like you can do that by starting to build yourself. And we've heard a lot of professionals talk about it, a routine, where that be, okay, I'm going to set my alarm and I'm going to do a virtual yoga class. There, I'm teaching virtual yoga classes at the moment for free on Instagram and there are a mazillion of us doing it. Like literally take your pick. Do you want Pilates? Do you want yin yoga? Do you want bar? Whatever you want, you can do that. So I I recommend getting some form of movement in and I think that like I know when I teach it I feel like I'm part of a community again because Mm -hmm, there's a certain amount of people interacting with you as well although it's virtual it's still quite comforting and then like if you're into meditating like um, my boyfriend is really into meditating he now more than ever will not like he'll he'll wake up in the morning he'll meditate then he'll get out of bed and so I think if you can get these kind of like 
mindfulness kind of practices into your life on the daily now that there is time to implement them on the daily more than ever I think that you're going to mentally emotionally and even energetically reap the benefits of those mindfulness practices and remember mindfulness practices can be as simple as drawing or coloring in it looks different for everyone yeah I love both of those so much I actually woke up on Monday, I was determined to start the week fresh and get out of this funk. And so this morning, I woke up and did a lower body live Instagram. One of the Georgie Stevenson was doing it. And I was like, I just got up and started feeding Georgia. And then I saw it was on. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my active wear on and I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it was such a good start to the day. And then I went and did the 21 day meditation, the Deepak. Yep. Oh, what's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's been really good as well. I find that's kind of really helping me at the moment to get back in that bit more of a routine and to make some things really healthy habits that will hopefully stick. What are you kind of doing personally to manage and I guess protect your health right now? Oh, so I love what you've just said there about making a list and kind of, well, not make, but like kind of going, all right, I've done my workout, I've done my meditation. And for me, it's been a little bit similar to yours. One has been that nature time, like just being able to get out into nature makes the world of difference for me in the way that, like knowing that I've moved my body in a cardiovascular way as well. And then obviously yoga is a big one for me. So often what I'll do is, although I do teach nearly every day on, Insta Live. I'll also make sure I practice an Insta Live of another teacher. So I'm making sure that I'm keeping my practice up so that when I'm teaching, my body is feeling like it's because when you're teaching, you don't really practice it to the best of your ability. You're kind of just demonstrating as opposed to really feeling the yoga. I know that sounds really hippie. Yeah. No, (laughs) I love that. And I could totally, I reckon that would definitely be the case. Yes, they're my two biggies. And then just little things. I know this is going to sound like a really weird thing, but like I make myself a cup of tea and I've got the yogi tea and the yogi tea has like a little affirmation on the tea bag. So you'll read it. It's like, you know, um, the key to happiness is love or or things like that. That's so nice. And just having that really mindful moment where you can sit and enjoy the tea. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's just simple. It's, I know it sounds yeah. really weird, but it's just simple little things or cooking a meal with my boyfriend and we sit down and we enjoy it. Um, even watching a series on Netflix, like we get really excited for our Netflix time at nighttime. Oh, my goodness, seriously. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like so good. Moment, isn't it? it is, yeah. It's almost like a forced date night, at-home date night every night. Oh, <laughs> totally. Way. I love yeah. it. That stuff I love. Have you been doing many like digital dates or digital catch-ups with girlfriends or friends or other couples? Yeah, definitely. So I've got a good mate, Bill, in Melbourne and he's actually so under the pump at the moment because he owns an app where you can pre-order coffee. It's called Skip. Oh, it's oh re- yeah. Yeah, and they're doing amazing things at the moment. But he'll call me like at night time and we'll sometimes have a little vino together. Oh, cute. I love that. It's it's actually really nice to see how quickly people have adjusted. I was um, FaceTime my mother-in-law today because she usually looks after Georgia on a Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and so she messaged me this morning and she's like, I oh, know I can't be there, but can we FaceTime? So, And we were saying like, how crazy if this was 20 years ago, like there would be none of this sort of stuff or this technology to be able to just still stay connected. Totally. Um, so I guess in those ways, like I'm, you know, just keep being really grateful for that sort 
sort of stuff to be able to, to be like, well, we're still able to be super connected. It might not be physically, but at least, you know, you're still there to have the conversations. And I feel like I talk to my brother now more than I was before this isolation yeah. period because it's like you're constantly checking in with each other. So they're some of the nice things, or nice parts of it. And I think on the flip side as well, it's a really beautiful lesson in who you checks in on you and who you check in on. Like I think also in the Instagram world, it's easy to have a lot of fake friends and it's been really nice to kind of like you quickly figure out who's your real mates are. And that might sound a bit dark and morbid, but it's been a really, I've found it really lovely to be like, oh, these are my real mates and I love that. Yes. And they really care for you and how you're going at this time. Yeah. Yeah, that's so nice. So from a spiritual perspective, do you have any kind of thoughts or opinions on what how what you feel is taking place and why at the moment? Uh, I've seen a lot of spiritual people talk about it being like Mother Nature's healing and we've seen all those beautiful images of the Venice canals being clear again and things like that. And I completely I think that there is a place for that. But on a spiritual and energetic kind of level, I think like it's really easy when we lose control of something to kind of spin out and be like, oh, my God, life as I know it is gone. And there are a lot of people that are mm-hmm. saying that. But I think also like it's a really – because like when the chips are down, I don't know if that's – I'm pretty sure that's a saying, you get really clear on what you really want and what really matters to you. So on a spiritual level, for each, like on a, you know, each human being, we should be getting kind of clearer on what's where the stakes are for us and what's important for us and what we want to do after this passes or what our career objectives are or what our family goals are. Like I, I think this should kind of clear the muddiness – on an energetic level and on a personal level, I think on a like more global level, of course, we're seeing like all the benefits to Mother Nature and wonderful things like that. There are so many different like even a lot of influencers are jumping on the conspiracy bandwagon at the moment, which is fine. Like everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I just think right now for me, like on a my priority is like I want to protect my family. I want to protect my mom, my dad and my nan that are all um, in a have a higher risk of this than I do and that means that I need to get myself out of the way and this means the best thing I can do is self-isolate and then on a spiritual kind of level that is teaching me my value system and it's solidifying my value system which is give a shit about your family like it's so easy to be selfish it's so easy to put yourself first and we saw that with the dickheads that rocked up to Bondi Beach yeah exactly you know like that could have been me five years ago. Who knows? But I was mortified when I saw that. And to oh. see the amount of influences that are there, you know, like people that, totally. you know. And, and so um, for me the spiritual lesson has been like get your cards in line. Like get, get your, like life is short and life is fragile. So by Jingy, when this passes, you better be doing what you want to do and moving towards what you want to be doing and you better be loving the people that are important to you. That's kind of the spiritual lesson for me. Yeah, I love that so much. Wow, that's awesome. And it is because I like I am trying to find comfort, I guess, in in different things. And I think with the the whole approach to Mother Nature and you know how much she is healing right now, like I'm finding a lot of comfort in that. And I think I have a really strong belief that there is something you know way stronger and wiser and more powerful than, than us. And I just keep reminding myself that this is happening for a reason. Like it's it, 
there's going to be good outcomes somehow. And so I love what you say about, you know, what we're prioritizing in our life as well, because I think, you know, even down to like the home we're living in, like, is this where we want to be? Is this the, the happiest and cleanest? And is this an environment that's making you feel fulfilled? Because everything's taken away from you which I guess it has been in, in our ability to socialize and be around people, then being at home and being, you know, with a partner that you love being around or, or your extended family, family you love being around is so important. And so making sure all of those things are bringing you joy right now, I think is, is a really kind of good lesson or a good way to, to look at it. Yeah. So it's a beautiful wake up call. Yeah, absolutely. And I like I know definitely for me it's just made me realize how much I need to be living by the ocean or closer to the ocean because it just brings me so much calmness and clarity. So, mm. you know, and and right now I'm not doing that and I think that that's where I've maybe struggled a little bit with the isolation thing is that I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm stuck in the city and I, I'm not I wouldn't call myself a city girl. So it's kind of this really, yeah, it's just reinforcing what I need in my life, I guess, to be the best version of me and the happiest version of me. We'll be right back after this healthy break. We have all heard that our gut plays a huge role in keeping our bodies and our minds happy and healthy. Well, nourishing your body and getting your daily dose of inner goodness is now even easier with Table of Plenty's new probiotic kefir, pourable yogurt, and delicious range of functional mueslis. Their probiotic kefir is packed with 10 live cultures and more than 90 billion friendly bacteria, 10 times more than regular yogurt, making it a great add to your morning brekkie. Like all things Table of Plenty, the probiotic kefir and prebiotic fiber muesli nourish your body from the inside out. Enjoyed together, they are the perfect combination of pre and probiotics that you need for a happier, healthier gut and a great way to kickstart your day. Look for them today at your local Coles supermarket. You and I were speaking just before this and you were meant to be, I think, in Queensland and I was meant to be in Byron right now as we do this talk and we're obviously both in Victoria. And what made me leave this, because I live in the city, in Melbourne City, and what made me leave the city and go to our holiday house down the coast, and I know that's a massive privilege to have a family holiday home, but there was a turning point where my dear friend had a cafe and has a cafe uh, in Melbourne, and I went in to support him and get takeaway and promote him having takeaway. Like it was very early when the um, bands had kind of like started to kick in and he was freaking out because he was like, this is a cafe where you sit down and you have a meal and it was, that's part of the whole experience. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to go and get my acai bowl takeaway and promote it on my Instagram for him. And I walked in and he was in tears. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm done. And I go, what? And he's like, we're going to have to shut. And this was before cafes had had to shut. It was like that real early stage. And I said, what What do you mean? And he's like, I made $300 today. He's like, I can't I can't survive like this. And he looked at me and he goes, I've got to get out of the city. And him and his partner um, have family in Byron Bay and he drove to Byron Bay the next day, shut the cafe. Oh, and he was like, goodness. for his mental health. And he was like, I yeah. need to get away from the city. I need to get away from all this. I need to be with my family. Um, just had a little bubba as well. So like that same kind of like he, he was like, he was so – clear he's like I've looked after everybody else and he's like this is the one time where I need to make sure that it's me and my family it was a beautiful moment to see it was a very sad moment to see as well and he 
he said to me, um, he goes, I'm just so glad I don't own, because he used to own quite a few cafes. He's like, I'm so glad I don't own more, own more than this one because he was like, I'd hang myself. Wow. Because it is a massive, there is a massive psychological element to all of this. Oh, like, absolutely. I think too just that like fear in you've put so much into something oh. for so long and then to completely out of your control almost have it taken away or close to being taken away is a really scary thing you know you oh, so scary and not fair so long no I, I got no. into my car and I just started bawling I was like I was more and then I went home and I was like I gotta go to the beach like I've got to get away and and ground and heal like this is you know let yourself heal while mother nature is healing as well like why Absolutely. not like just so I hear you I, I'll need to be in your nature as well I go through phases so I'm like I can do city for a while but <laughs> nature just heals you and it's so powerful it's funny because I was talking to Teagues this morning who I know you're good friends with as well and we were just saying about what this has made us realize I guess as in you often get caught I guess being in the city of feeling like you need to always be striving for more or if you're not busy then it's you're not doing well or you're not succeeding Mm. and all of a sudden now that we don't have to be busy and we're almost it's like we've got this free pass to just chill out a little bit you're starting to realize what how simple life can actually be you know, and it is about being around the people you love. Like it's not necessarily about making so much money and landing the big jobs and yeah, always being so busy. It's like, you know, I want to be able to cook good food. I want to be around my family. Like I want to be in nature. They're the things that are so important to me and that are always going to fill up my cup and bring me happiness. So I think it's definitely, I know when I'm in Melbourne too long, like, and it's, I live here, so obviously I'm here a lot, but we, you know, still have our beach house as well. So I do get back to the beach a lot, but I just feel like I'm in a rat race here a lot of the time. And I'm always just striving for that, that next big thing. So being able to kind of put the brakes on for a while and realize like that doesn't have to always happen is a really nice feeling. Totally. And I think, look at, you're still creating, like, look, you're still working. (laughs) Yeah, you know, like you can make it work. I think, I think gone are the days of like, oh well, I've got to be doing you know, twelve hour days to be successful. I think yes. to be successful, you become really savvy. You become yes. smart with your time. You become smart 100%. with your relationships. Yeah, like one thing I've learned is like fake relationships, and and not that I even realized. I was just like, oh, like they needed something from me. That's why I was important to them. Yeah. And that's fine, like it's natural in a media industry anyway, but um, I think this is a great lesson in like you can have the calm, you can have the nature, you can have the family and you can have a great successful business on your own terms but you need to be savvy and you need to be clear. You can have all those elements of nature, hippie, but then I would say there still needs to be an element of like backing yourself and backing yourself in the sense that, I'm quite direct in business. Like I don't beat around the bush. I'm, I can be very fiery when the time is called for, but then I can be hippie Lola as well. And I think that you can, if you've got, can get that balance of like in yoga, we call it stira sukha, so softness and strength. If you can get that balance correct, you can live totally the value system you want and you just bring in a bit of that that kind of like strength, that sukha, that, sorry, that stira. You bring in that strength when you need to have business meetings or get a podcast recorded, you know. 
make yeah, it work. Amen. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that so much. And do you know what really hit home for me then was being clear. I think if yeah. you were clear on what you want and your intentions out of it and doing things because you actually love them, like it will flow and it will keep going. And that's what I, I think I had to learn really quickly in this was that I had a lot of really big opportunities fall through because of, you know, the current state of affairs, which mm. is to be expected. But it's actually made me reflect on, okay, well, I now have no one to look after my daughter because my mum and my mother-in-law can't come. So I, you know, I, she's my first, obviously my number one priority. So if I'm doing stuff around her or when she's sleeping, what is it that I really want to do? Like yeah. what's going to make me feel happy and fulfilled? And, you know, I've got that one or two hour window a day that I can do something. What's it going to be? And these conversations are what's so important to me. So being really clear on what that is, is so, so true. And, you know, you're so right when it comes back to knowing your values and why you're doing something, you can honestly make it work from, yeah, wherever you are, wherever you want to be. Can I add something on the clearness? Sorry to butt in. Yeah, of course. Um, the one thing that has made, if people are listening to this and like, oh, like I just, I get a feeling of that clearness, but I can never really like stick to it for more than a day or I feel clear, but it just happens every now and then, um, see a therapist because that was the game changer for me with feeling clear and not really like when I say being direct, having your own back you know, all of that stuff that comes from me from three years now of consistent therapy. And not because I didn't go to a therapist because I was effed up or anything like that. I initially went there for heartbreak and to kind of like let go and deal with um, an uneasy ending to a breakup. And within, honestly, within three sessions, we'd packed that up. I'd fully processed it. I'd understood it. I'd taken the lessons from it. And at the end of that third session, I was like, can I keep coming to see you? And he said, let's get you bulletproof. And so that's where people are like, how do I get clear? Like you're making it sound easy. Well, I would say that that comes for me personally, that comes down to being very committed to um, having a very disciplined therapeutic relationship. So that is a like I know if I don't see my therapist, I'm going to hear about it. Like I'm very, that's my non-negotiable and that is why I can generally, like I still have shit days, don't get me wrong. I have like we were talking about gunky kind of days at the start, but you can pull yourself out a little bit faster. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. And I just love that you are so open about that. And it's such a, just, a, you know, it's something you talk about all the time. And I love that because it should be like that. I think people sometimes get a little bit fearful of, you know, having to talk to someone else or think that it's, you know, they shouldn't be doing it. And it's just so not right. I think we all need that support in some way, shape or form to make us be the best, you know, help yeah. us be the best version of ourselves. So I love that. So thank you so much for sharing that. I really do want to touch a little bit though on the food side of things yeah. with you. You are the queen of the kitchen. Um, <laughs> so I guess at the moment, you know, like I truly believe, and I'm, I'm sure you're the same, that food truly can be medicine. And I think, you know, right now we we really need to be nourishing ourselves right, especially, you know, our families and, and keeping our home life as, as healthy as possible. So what are some of kind of your favorite foods, go-tos at the moment to really, I guess, those immune boosting foods? Yeah, definitely. So what Matt and I have been doing heaps at the moment, because 
Um, for people that are in Melbourne, it's already got a bit cold. Like it's got that nippy kind of wintry feel in yeah. there. I wore a beanie on my walk today. I couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, man. Like what? Uh, <laughs> it's not even easy yet. Um, no. We've kind of been doing one tray bake-ups where I'll just get as many greens in as I can, Brussels, broccoli, zucchini, red cabbage, green cabbage, cow, whatever I can get my hands on, even throwing a few like Kefla potatoes or sweet potato and we'll just do this big like veggie, roast veggie cook-up and just like a bit of olive oil, a bit of like we've got my boyfriend's Italian and so he's got this like Italian spice stuff that you can only get at like the Italian Emporium. So like trust me. I'm like learning about all these new spice combinations I never knew about. Basically just like an Italian spice mix and then just, and which has naturally got salt in it. And then we just use extra virgin olive oil, bake it 180 degrees for like 45 minutes. Crispy as anything, delicious. And I'll put heaps of garlic in that, onion, like all those immune boosters. And then there'll be some form of protein with it. Like just before we did this, I did a little, just a single person, one tray dish. And I just had a little bowl of roast veggies half an avo and two boiled eggs. Like I'm just kind of like bring it back to basics. Absolutely. You're all about the basics too. I remember we spoke about this in the first episode because you said, you know, if you can't have something, just have a boiled egg, which I love because yeah. I, I think we can overcomplicate cooking. And that's one of my favorite things about eating healthy is it can actually be so simple and so delicious. Absolutely. Whether I think in our head we overcomplicate it and think it needs to be more than it actually is totally and if people are struggling with sugar at the moment because I know I have um because I think like I don't know about you but when I get a bit like flat or down I'm like "Mm, I'll take a caramello koala and it just gets thrown into the shopping basket I don't know how and um (laughs) crawls in there itself (laughs) yeah 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 so what I tell people um if you're trying to get off sugar which is totally me every second day I'll always have berries in the house so raspberries blackberries blueberries and they're a really nice little sweet hit if you kind of need that kind of oh like yeah I've just had a treat and I haven't eaten like a whole family size block of something Cadbury um because that stuff is like the holy trinity just so you know like the Cadbury stuff as delicious as it is we're talking dairy we're talking sugar and we're talking it's often got wheat in it so you you know you're getting the holy trinity of like inflammatory things so dairy gluten and sugar and so by pulling that kind of higher sugary stuff and it's the most common thing people are writing to me about on Instagram at the moment so pull that out get your berries in there because they really hit the spot and there are so many good brands of healthier versions of chocolate so that if you need that kind of hankering tape like fixed like you know you would know all this Oh, absolutely. Loving it. Pumpy Jackson. Yeah, totally. There's so many good ones. There's Alter Ego, I think that's one of the ones I'm addicted to at the moment. Oh, my God. I had to stop buying it. It was becoming a joke. Like I was nearly getting through a block a day. Yeah. Brian's like, seriously, you need to cut this. So when I was pregnant, though, with Georgia, I actually – I've never been a big sweet tooth. Like I've mum never had dessert for us when we were kids or I don't know. I never – was never allowed soft drinks. So I never really had a sweet tooth but – when I started working in the corporate world, chocolate just became oh. my best friend. And so three o'clock every day. And then I started dating Ryan and he started getting into chocolate because I was always eating it. And so when I was pregnant with Georgia, I was like, no, I'm growing a baby. Like I cannot be eat, putting this stuff in my body. So I actually started berry. It's funny that you said the berries because that became my, my sweet thing. I would so literally good. have frozen berries in the freezer all the time. And I would just, just before dinner, put some in a bowl and let them like melt and literally just sit there on the couch and eat them 
or I would make up some like cacao and cacao butter and mix that together oh. and then put the berries over. Yeah, you're and, talking my language. Oh, seriously, so good and so easy. Like I could literally make it in like two minutes. Yeah. Put it in the freezer for five and you've got like really healthy, yummy chocolate and the, the berries keep it really sweet. So, yes, um, yeah, there's lots of different alternatives. But I'm loving um, – those little rice crackers, these are like our little cheeky treat at the moment. The rice crackers that have the chocolate on the top. Oh, the yes. I've oh. seen it. They're great. But I can't stop at one. I, like, I, I know. Well, I, um, I've been eating the savoury ones and put them on my Insta story and seriously the amount of people were like, oh, my God, you need to get the chocolate ones. So yeah. we got the dark chocolate and, oh, they're so yeah. My yeah, goodness. the chocolate ones are amazing. I can also yeah. confirm that. Yeah, I think it is about that having that alternative, like where you're, because like a lot of people are writing saying, "Oh my god, I'm feeling really sluggish. I feel really down. I've fallen off the wagon." And I have as well. Like absolutely. Like it's Easter yeah. time, so all those chocolates are just like in full abundance at um Coles and Woolies. And I just think if you can have a healthy alternative, it's going to be much one. The body knows what to do with it. Two, you're not going to get like and be in the dumps like literally sugar negatively affects our moods you know so yes. just just like have the healthy alternatives that would be my biggest hack for like staying healthy while especially while there's uncertainty like your, your nervous system is already under pressure why put it under more pressure yeah, absolutely. And there, there's so many good healthy alternatives now. Like I even noticed Woolies are doing quite a lot of the, they're stocking Loving Earth now yeah. and one of the other healthier chocolate versions. So, you know, and sometimes it does take a little bit for your palate to acquire, you know, to yeah. adjust to those tastes, but it honestly does. After a few weeks, you're almost like, like now I honestly, hands down, could don't think I could eat a full piece of like Cadbury chocolate because oh, I just- good. I could. Oh, I just, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's only from being really disciplined when I was pregnant and being like, I'm not putting this in my yeah. body. This isn't about me anymore. And I've actually just, I've fully just lost the taste for it. It's crazy. And oh. when I have it now, it's such a like, oh my goodness, like I can actually taste the sugar. It's so yeah. nuts. And I'm like, I used to just down this and not even like think twice about it. And now I like have a little square and I'm like, oh, goodness me, it's so Totally. And that's the other thing for people listening, your taste buds change every 14 to 21 days. So once you get used to like cutting the sugar out of the diet, a carrot is going to taste very, very sweet or a piece of pumpkin or sweet potato. These things are going to start tasting so sweet to your palate and that's what you want. You want the body to come back to the way it's really meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because Ryan always says that to me when I'll like I'll make something raw or, you know, like totally no sugar. And he'll say, this can't be good for you. It tastes so good. And I was like, no, it's just because you haven't been eating sugar for so long now yeah. and your palate's just used to this taste. So, but yeah, is, that's a fact, isn't it? That it, is it 14 on average, about 14 days? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Your taste buds change. I feel like I've said that in a few podcasts. I'm like, I don't actually know if that's true, but Definitely it is, guys. True. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You've heard it here with Lola Berry. <laughs> oh, Lola, thank you so much. I love chatting to you as always. Um, you are just such a ray of sunshine. So thank you for all your wisdom today. Can you please let the audience know where they can find you? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. So much fun. I could chat to you all day long, my friend. Oh, same goes. Um, basically, uh, Insta is kind of where I'm mainly at. So it's just Yummo with two M's, Lola Berry, and then that links to everything else. But I don't know about you, and this is not to get followers, but I'm obsessed with TikTok. <laughs> 
very oh bad. <laughs> it's my ISO life. Like I'm like, because I can't dance for literally for peanuts. I can't dance, but. Okay, we need to talk about this because Tegan and I were saying this morning we're trying to figure out this TikTok world because we're like, how do you actually do it? Like, do you have to film the video and then put it into TikTok? No, so no, it's all done in TikTok. So you you watch a video of someone doing some sick dance and then you press the little CD player, like the little record spinning around in the right-hand bottom corner, and then you save that so- sound and you can see everyone else that's used that sound. So you can see like oh. 50 million versions of that dance and that will be yep. a talent challenge, which is the hashtag you use, and then you do it. It takes like one tip I will give you, don't just practice it once or twice like me and my boyfriend do, like actually <laughs> – Give it some time. I'm trying to learn a funny one at the moment and I'm like, it's, it's hard to learn when it's speaking. And speaking, when you're doing lines, like I did one from My Girl. Do you remember that movie that we watched when we were kids? I love that movie. Yeah, yeah I did a thing from My Girl and you've got to time it right. It's hard to get the timing when you're doing speaking stuff. But this, the dance, you need you need to have, get a TikTok. It's so much fun. Yeah, okay. Because I went on it the other night and I spent way too long on it, but totally couldn't figure it out. I'm like, how is this meant to work? Am I meant to like pre-record stuff and upload it? And then Tegan and I had the chat about it today and she's like, I don't know, but I spent like half a day making just one video and it wasn't even good. Oh, yeah, so it's hard. I you, you've clarified that. Um, seriously, such a good like activity right now. Why in ISO? And it's just fun. Like it brings a bit of lightness and there's um there's just so much entertainment. It's so funny for like there's a camp of over 30. So like I'm 34. And so the theory is people that are over 30 can't do TikTok, but we're all doing it. (laughs) So there's this funny camp of like um and there's a meme going around of like over 30s doing TikTok. It's effing just do it for fun. I'm gonna start texting you now like watch this one. I'll give you some content. Well, make sure you go and follow Lola, guys. <laughs> you do not have to. It's a an assault to the senses if you're on my page. Oh, I love it. So good. And you have a wonderful podcast yourself. So where can everyone find you? Same place as you, like at Spotify, iTunes, and it's called Fearlessly Failing. And we need to get you on. I think we need oh, to do a swap. I'd love to. Yeah, About we'd love time. to. Voice up for a chat. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. That'd be awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. You enjoy that ocean air and nature as much as possible at the moment. And I so appreciate your time and energy. Can't wait to see you in real life. Yes, same goes. Big big love. love. Thanks, darling. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. For any products mentioned in today's show, please check the show notes below and hit the direct links. If you'd like to suggest a future guest, please follow at The Healthy Hustlers on Instagram and send through a direct message. Until next week, don't forget to invest in you.